Oh. This is the podcast. <laughs> Episode 81. <laughs> check us out, visceralist.com, uh, visceralist.gmail.com. Uh, check out the Instagram. We have some some decent posts. Uh, I, anytime I post about Greg from Succession, get like, I don't know, 38. I think we got 30 or 40 likes. <laughs> People love Man, Greg. The internet Man. loves Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still... Makes it... Yeah, I still what? actually haven't had the, met that many people that watch Succession. I don't even yeah, know anybody else except for you. But um, <laughs> the, the internet loves Succession. But yeah, when I, uh, when I read anything people, on the internet or look at it, people love Greg. Yeah. Makes those good faces. Oh yeah, Greg is the best. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Nicholas Braun. Um, damn, my right toenail. Oh my! <laughs> oh, we just found some issues again. Okay. Is that that one that was super long? Yeah, it's back to being super long. Oh, <laughs> so disgusted. I am. I can't. All right. Well, let's get. That's a good lead in. That's a good lead. What am I doing over there? That's a good lead in for trifling in NYC. Um, I got a couple quick ones, and and then I think I think you might have one. Um, but first one involves uh the shirt that uh I I think I mentioned to you. Um, I'm not gonna say the name of the place. Oh yes, I'm not going to say the name of the place that this happened because it is Lower East Side and it's an indie uh, clothing store, and you know I like to support generally. And uh, they have some cool stuff, but they did totally drop the ball uh, with me recently. Uh, basically, I went in, and they have um, basically original designs on some of their shirts. Um, and I came in, they had a black, it's a black t-shirt and they had, um, a screen print of, of like a sort of a drawing, but the drawing is a recreation of that famous photo of, um, Tupac, um, when he was, I think he just got released from jail and he was spitting at cameraman at the paparazzi. He's wearing like this red, I think it's a red, red wings jersey. jersey. Yeah. Is it red wings or is it doubles? Red Wings. Okay. So you got it. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's a great, it was really cool. They had one there, but it just wasn't in my size. Um, I think they had a medium. I need a size large. Um, so a woman working there was like, um, Oh no, it's still, and this is on a Sunday, Sunday okay. afternoon. And, and you had ordered it already? Well, no, no, no. I just walked in the shop. I saw this, I liked it, and I was like, oh man, it'd be great if you had this enlarged. And she said, well, you know, we have an artist come in, the screen printing artist, and he comes in like once a week or something, and he does all the screen prints that we need. So he's going to come in tomorrow, Monday, so we can we can have this made. It'll be ready on Wednesday, definitely by, by Wednesday. That's an interesting operation. So he just comes in on like a weekly basis and just makes like – it's per order or? yeah well he has a few different designs and like as they you know sell stuff he'll make a few more um like the screen printing process takes a couple hours um yeah i don't know it, it 
seems odd. Um, but she was, I was like, so I said, like, okay, so it'll be in like Wednesday or Thursday. Right. And if she's, he's, like, no, he's coming on Monday, right? You said. Yeah. Okay. So she said, no, definitely Wednesday. Yeah. That makes sense. So I'm like, all right, great. And she said it was such certainty. So I had to pay beforehand. So I paid in advance for it. Um, and I think it was like, it was like $60 or something. Um, and actually like, I, I liked the, the regular t-shirt so much, um, that I bought just a blank black one from there too. I think that was like $30 or something. All right. So not too, not like terribly expensive. The feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I had good softness feel. Um, and so it, it, I, I, um, so, okay, where do, where do ones they pay? Make sure I keep the receipt because, you know, it is still a, it's still an indie business and, you know, it's, a new, it's still New York. So, like, I want to be careful here. So, I, um, oh, oh, sorry, one last step. She said, give me your phone number and your email so we'll contact you when it's ready. Oh, right? They want. And, we, and also, just to keep a record, keep a record of who you are, which is <laughs> probably a good idea. <laughs> um so so I give her all that. <laughs> Wednesday rolls around, no no phone call, no email. I'm like fine. Sorry. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what if you already, already tackling about I'm this? Laughing at that. <laughs> just so we have a record of where you are. I can imagine it, like looking you up and down, like, hmm, I need all the information on this guy. <laughs> all his contact information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if it was that they maybe just requested a number, and I all and I gave the email because I didn't want them having my number. But I wrote I down the email. Yeah. I wrote down the email, and then they're like, "Well, give us the phone number too." All right, but it's also like let's keep a record of you know your sales, right? Right. Or like, yeah, if someone's going to be coming in later and there might be someone work, someone different working, then, you know, it should be a name attached to the order. Um, anyway, Wednesday rolls around. No, no call, no email. So Thursday, Thursday afternoon, I still don't have it. So I call. No call, no email still. Correct. So maybe at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I call them and some dude picks up and. I'm like, hey, just checking on this order. It was told it would be ready on uh, on Wednesday. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the one with the black and the green. And I'm like, no, 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 no green. Um, it's the Tupac one. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm, he's like uh, oh, okay. Um, I'll need to check on that. And I'll let me let me go check. I'll call you back in five minutes. So right away, I was like, this, this, yeah, is, right. this is when I start getting dubious. And I'm like, oh, God, now I got to do now. I now it, that's the point at which I knew it was going to turn into something. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, OK, cool. And, you know, I was at work and I, I had sort of snuck into a conference room to make this phone call. And like, I didn't even leave the conference room because, OK, five minutes. So 10 minutes later, I still don't have a phone mm. call. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> or an email <laughs> and i call him back and i'm like hey i'm the, I'm the guy who called about the tupac shirt 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I was just about to call you. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God in heaven. And so I, I still retain some composure. I was, he's like, yeah, sorry about that. So the artist didn't come in to, to do it this week. Um, are you, she's like, are you sure they told you on Wednesday? I'm like, yeah, yeah, she was very certain. It was Wednesday. He's like, okay, well, tell you what. So he's coming in on Monday. So it'll be ready on Tuesday, I guarantee you. And in fact, uh, to apologize for this, if there's any other design that you want, we'll throw in another design for free. Like oh, you can get damn. Two t-shirts. Just go to our Instagram and pick a design. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, well, first of all, in, the, in my mind, I'm so I said, okay. Like the, I was like, this is a little annoying, but okay. And he's like, no, no, I'm sorry. I know it's, it's messed up, but yeah, so we'll do this two for one. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'll take a look, but I, you're right. I really just want the Tupac. Like I don't need another shirt out of this. And, and I was dubious too, because that Monday was, um, Labor Day. Did you ask him? Did you point that out? Like, you know, it's Labor Day, right? No, I didn't. But I mean, I don't, yeah, again, I don't know what the deal is with this artist that comes in. "Quote unquote." Well, it is quotes, retail, so they might have been open on Labor Day. Quote, quotes around him coming in, not not him being an artist. <laughs> he is a pretty talented artist. Like these designs are really cool. Um, right. so anyway, Monday rolls around, uh, and I, I just say, like, I I live only a couple blocks away from this place. Um, so Monday rolls around, nothing. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, it wasn't due on Monday. It was due on Tuesday. So Tuesday rolls around. I again call in the afternoon, um, pick up at this point, some young lady answers and she's like, I'm like, Hey, um, calling about the Tupac shirt. Is it ready? She's like, Oh, do you, she's like, um, I don't, I don't know. Let me check. And then she talks to somebody I can hear. She's like, hold on. I I just got to take a look. And I'm like, Oh boy. So I was like, this is this starts, you know, in my brain. I'm this sound is I'm, I'm hearing this. This is like now nah, because I'm gonna have to strategize like Jason Bourne to try to get either the shirt or my money back at this point because I'm like, she doesn't know what's going on. So she's like, okay, well, I don't see it here, um, and the manager's out. Can I have your number? Oh god, to call you back. It's like you already when have he get, when he gets back. Yeah, and I'm like, you. So you do have a record that this order was was made, right? And she's like, yeah, uh, yeah, we have that. And I'm like, okay, when when is the manager due back? And she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, tell you what, I'll call back later. And she's like, no, are you sure you don't want the uh, give me the number so he can call you back? I'm like, no, 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 it's all good. So, <laughs> so fast. I'm like, how late are you open too? And she's like, eight thirty. Um, and I'm like, okay, okay. So, the place is actually sort of on my way home from work. So, I I plan to stop in, and like the whole time I'm there, I'm like sort of gearing up mentally for like, just like this is like a New York thing. It's like you know, I'm gonna have to deal with like, they're already gonna be upset with me that I'm actually bothering to you know <laughs> get what i paid for this is always just this added this attitude that you get everywhere is like 
it's so it's so frustrating it gets really exhausting over the years but like i know i'm gonna have to do it because like i either need and this oh and the other thing is they print on their receipt um i think they they say no refunds only exchange for for store credit and only within three days i don't think so i'm already you never got the product Exactly. So I'm already gearing up for them to be like, oh, sorry, no refund policy. Yeah. And me saying, well, the transaction hasn't happened yet because <laughs> I didn't get what I paid for. And like, I'm in my mind, I'm like dealing, I'm trying to think of strategies and all this. And I'm like, this is so exhausting. This sucks. Um, and so anyway, I get there. It's two young ladies are, are working there. Wait, not me... the same one. Yeah. So basically you're dealing... With a, a different employee every time you're trying to solve this yeah. situation. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> a little surprising for such a small place, yeah. too. Um, so I go in. I'm like, hey, I'm the guy who called <laughs> earlier. And she's like, oh. I was like, is a manager here? So she's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, what's it? So what's the deal with my shirt? And she's like, um, oh, let me, okay, let me, let me call him. So she she picks up like um the regular phone not not like a cell phone and she's like I guess scrolling through the recently caught like this is like an old oh, like okay right phone. so she doesn't right okay she's like scrolling through some kind of onboard contact list for the manager's number <laughs> which okay. it that alone took like three minutes and I'm like oh my god and, and so she calls him. He picks up and she's like, "Yeah, uh, there's a guy. It's a Tupac shirt." And she says, "No, he's actually here." <laughs> he's like, "Just tell him I'll call him back." No, nah, he's there. Yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. And then I hear her say, "Okay, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's well, he's here. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. All right." <laughs> and so she's like. Yeah, the artist got delayed. Uh, he's still in California, um, so he wasn't able to come in. So I'm going to give you a refund cash uh, right now. Like all, and I'm like, man, this is right. so frustrating. All they had to do was communicate with you. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Just keep <laughs> open the lines of communication. You had all the best ways of getting in touch with me, too. Mm-hmm. They demanded it. <laughs> I was... Pressed to give up, give up the info. Um, so yeah, so I did get the cash back, and the whole thing was awkward because there was like, there was no one else in the store. Like they were all smiles when I walked in, but they immediately realized I had an issue, and then there was like this thick tension in the air. Um, yeah, and could have cut the tension with a knife. Um, but. Okay, simple analogy is not worthy of a drum roll. Um, but I don't know. What What do you think? What's your, your view on? Does that Does that Wait, fit it's, with it's your? Over. It's over. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I got the cash. I don't want to deal with them anymore. Like even if it's for free, like it's just too annoying. I don't know. What What would you What would you have done? Or does that Does that jibe with your views on New York? I mean, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. I don't know if I would have... Um, a total of what? Two weeks? Mm, week and a half. Week and a half? And you were supposedly going to have it in like four days? 
uh, three days. Three days turned into like 10, 11 days. Um, well, I guess it would have depended how much I wanted the shirt. But yeah, if if they offered the refund, yeah, I probably would have taken it. Or No, at that point, I probably would have waited for the shirt. But that would be the last time I ever shopped there. Uh, so you still would have waited for the shirt. You'd have been like, keep the money. Just give me a real date. Yeah, I just want the shirt. I'm going to be like, just keep me updated. I'll take the shirt. I'm never coming here again. And I want my free yeah. shirt too. <laughs> so you're getting the free shirt i'm absolutely getting the free shirt if they offer me a free shirt i'm taking the free shirt and never going i back. feel like the free shirt would have given them a reason to to like i feel like that would have given them too much leverage that's why i was a little bit because i could totally see them being like well you know you said you wanted two shirts now and so the artist only had time for one and he had other orders so you can't wasn't be able the to only two. person affected by by this you know his first of all of i'm not even a hundred 100% sure like this artist cudgel that he's using against me that where that he's fucking globe hopping all over from you know Piscataway to you know Carson City I, and I don't know no one knows where this guy is any given day like well, I don't know what that is I don't but I don't like it well I don't like it either if they say they're going to be there Either be there or just tell somebody. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess he told um, the store, or maybe he's not telling. Maybe the artist isn't communicating with them either. Who knows? That's it's possible. But at least at the very least, like keep note of the date that you tell and, someone. Yeah, someone and, ready. And, and and if it's not ready, just tell them. Their, their system seems flawed. Like everybody had to go like try and figure out what you were talking about. It should just it should just be in a list somewhere. Like yeah, yeah, two puck shirt size. Double XL due to this day <laughs> to this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is his phone number. Yeah. Where's that? And then they should there should be like a spot to give some updates or notes or something. I don't know. That's adding yeah, that's like a lot, is- but there should just be a simple system where they can look it up every time they're like, oh hmm, let me let's think. Let me do some yeah. research and yeah. I'll get back to you. <laughs> Yeah, every time you have to call like someone. Yeah, like it's like you. It's the classic thing of like you have one job, just sell. I think they only sell shirts there too. It's not like they have like a bunch of different products. They might have like accessories too, but whatever. I was I was glad I got my own money back without a fuss. Um, so you just got the money back and no shirt, correct. no product, money. I still have the original shirt that I bought, the, just the blank one. All oh, right. Which I do like. It, it's it's pretty nice. Um, so that happened, and then uh, let me just do this other one really quick. I was because uh, this is the another Jenica adventure on the subway. I think you've had a couple couple subway stories in the, in this segment uh, of late. Uh, but <laughs> basically, um, it was uh, getting on the F train at Delancey in the morning. And I think there was probably some issue, not surprising, with, with the F. Um, and it was super crowded um, getting on, like, more crowded than usual. And I tend to get to the rear of the train. This is going uptown um, just because there's less people usually. And, and it was still packed. And it was all, so I get on, and there's, like, this this 
um, sort of smaller sized young lady. <laughs> I don't. That's not the best way of describing. Like short. Short. Yeah, I guess. Um, who was behind me, and I like I had to pack myself in into the last slot on the on the train, and I was still pressed okay. up against people. And then she's still behind me, and before the doors close, like right before, she still pushes her way in, mm. like right behind. I'm I like really. Like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of poor subway etiquette. But I, but she was tiny, so she sort of squeezed into the nooks and crannies um, behind me. But she was pressed up on me, which, you know, I hate. And so I was like, all right, whatever. I only have to, only have to go two stops, and then I transferred to the six. Um, and so that happened. We go one stop, and Second Avenue is this the next stop, and the train doors open on the opposite side okay. at that stop. That's good, at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> this I then watched this scene play out, which was um, like the doors open, there's about probably five people waiting and they're looking at it and they're like, ooh, like, yeah, like a little tight in here. And I think of the five, I don't know if they were all together, I think they might have been I think two sort of squeeze their way in, right? Already packed. No one get the, no one got off at that stop. So they're they're packing in. And then this this I'm gonna try to describe this. This is gonna be a little tricky, but basically two people get in, train doors start to close, okay. but then they pop open, and then one young lady, I don't I don't know if her name is Jenica, it might have been. Let's just call her Jenica. Uh, she, uh, she says to the three waiting outside, oh, squeeze in, come oh, in, hell no. squeeze no. <laughs> now, no fucking way. <laughs> Jenica is wearing a backpack too. So that's why I say she, she didn't, she didn't even take it off. Did not, not do the backpack oh. on the shoulder straps. Yep. And, and so someone, another woman turns to Jenica and says, no, 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 you can't, no, they cannot get on. They are not allowed to get on. Okay, Look that's at this good. Train. That's good. Somebody turns and <laughs> like, no. And Jenica responds, oh, what are you talking about? Yes, they can. They should come on. Come on. It's a train. <laughs> and that that's when it's like, that was like, you know, stick a dynamite, the fuse, boom, boom goes the dynamite. Because was like, "Are you fucking crazy? Do you see what is going on here? There's there are other trains. You can't be having, you can't hold the train doors open to let someone else in because that's going to disrupt the schedule. That's going to make everything worse. That's why this happens yeah. in the first place. B, there's no more room. And then Jenica's like, "What are you talking about? Like, why are you doing all this? Like, what?" And it was like, "Oh, and they, and again, this is an insanely packed train, and everyone is like, either kind of eye rolling, looking off to the side." Or like me, looking at the whole thing and smiling, and starting to laugh under my breath. <laughs> and like, so for the length of this, the distance between Second uh, Avenue and the next station, which is Broadway Lafayette, it's just back and forth. Like no one wanting oh, to so give okay. in on the concede their point, even though one party was very clearly very wrong. And I will say the three people to their credit, did not listen to Jenica and, and try to squeeze their way, and they just stayed off. 
But then, yeah, so Jenica got a lecture from this person. I'd say justifiably so. And it wasn't too aggressive. Like, it was definitely like, you I, you clearly don't know what you're doing here on the New York City subway in morning rush yeah, hour. So Let me, let me you, break this down to you. Exactly. Um, but it was just like, she was so, so her response eventually was to just turn her back away from the woman who was lecturing her. Yeah. Um, and then, and that was it. But yeah, it was like just the like audacity to be like, like it's, it's also for like, for young Miss J, like, aren't you crowded? Like, do you think like, why do you think that three more people can squeeze on the train? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And you, you think they were all together? I think so, because when the doors closed behind the first two, they sort of looked back and were, like, trying to signal to the other people that they weren't able to get on. What kind of terrible friends are these? Just leaving their, <laughs> leaving their friends on the platform? <laughs> I mean, if you're all going to the same place, like, you just wait for the next train. Exactly. Well, no, I'm saying... Two people can get on. No, 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 no. I'm saying they should have all just waited. Well, it's hot in the platform. Platform is hot. Tra- Depending train how is, far they're going, they could have just walked too. Yeah, but it's not that comfortable when it's when it's that tight. Well, yeah, and I will say, like, just having those two on was like crazy. It was crazy that they got on. That's how crowded this was. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, just little little life lesson. Uh, for uh for hope i mean hopefully she learned you know maybe not she was pretty stubborn about her point of view on it even in the face of you know pure reason and logic you know not everyone listens to that she fought against it yeah she defeated it i don't know if she defeated it but (laughs) i i I sort of felt defeated just after a little while of laughing and it, when it turned. So you saw this happen, and I'm assuming you had to press pause on your headphones. because you No, no. I could hear it over my podcast I was listening to. Dang. Yeah, clearly. Like, yeah, it was... Eey. Eey. I don't like any part of that. <laughs> well, I understand you have a, a sort of awkward encounter. <laughs> for your trifling yeah you you know it very well you you were there oh <laughs> uh, that's why i was there yeah it was it is like i sort of like i was there but you get, why don't you go ahead <laughs> so, so, <laughs> oh gosh so yesterday <laughs> after i finished oh it was yesterday yeah okay go on uh, <laughs> after i finished uh coaching my little maniacs and little monsters right i come over i meet you um you had just made. Oh, actually, you went to a different store to purchase some Lower East Side side gear. You've moved on. <laughs> yeah. I see. I That's, see. Well, I had to scratch that itch, you know. Mm-hmm. You so know. we met up um, to watch the end of the Buckeyes and watch a little college football. Yeah. Um. So we stopped. Uh, we stopped at the bar that you like to frequent. Mm-hmm. There was nobody in there at first, and then people started coming in, and. At one point, a woman comes in. She's got a, a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. And she's kind of loud. I don't even know how she started talking to you. I think she just looked at you and said, like, oh, I, I met you, like, last weekend or something. Yeah, I don't know how it started. 
but um <clears throat> yeah she so i think we sort of noticed each other and we sort of looked familiar to each other but not sure from where or if we were actually familiar to each other but. okay so then you guys went back and forth a little bit about how you knew each other and i actually thought that everything that you were saying was pure fiction that you were just like <laughs> making up everything you started talking about oh yeah i was in the corner with my friend and then we were talking about music and like the things you said they weren't like you know, outlandish or outrageous, but they just didn't sound true. And she like what? <laughs> like and, what? Yeah, and then the baby blue hat. And then you started talking about <laughs> she was wearing baby blue hat. And the look on her face when you said baby blue hat, she's like, no. She right. vehemently denied it. Said, I don't wear hats. I don't even own a hat. And so, uh-huh. yeah, that Which, just, it just sort okay, of went away. You don't own it just a hat? sort of went away. Yeah, right. And, you know, we hung out, we're still watching the game, whatever. And being the person she is, she just continues to talk to anyone and everyone that's there. Yeah. Um, so then you guys are going back and forth again, talking about, like, oh, yeah, I met you at this place. Yeah, it was there. And then you mentioned some people, and you both had a pretty good recollection of the conversation. And I thought you were, again, I thought you were just... <laughs> stringing her along making up details and that she she was just agreeing with them somehow you were just throwing shit out there seeing what stuck (laughs) (laughs) and then like this it was it was so strange i'm like man just just stop talking just leave her alone (laughs) so she will stop stop talking talking. yeah so she will stop talking to us yeah and it will it will just be over but you being you you're like you're like no i know i'm right in your mind, but I'm like, why does he keep talking about this fucking baby blue hat? <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, and the baby blue hat, and the baby blue hat, <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh-huh. and you like, well, think about it. Think it was winter. It was kind of chilly, and she goes, well, I do own one hat. Then, then I sort of perked up. I, I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. She's like. And it, it, you know, I do own one knit. You're like, it's a knit hat, right? It was a knit hat. You're like, she, yeah. She, and what color? Well, I, I think it's blue. <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck is going on? And the bartender, then he get, he's getting involved. He's like, and now the truth comes out. So she's like, yeah, but I think I only wore it one time in my whole life. I was like, <laughs> Uh-huh. Girl, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. But now I have to start paying attention again. It's like, and then, right. and then draw your attention go, away from the pen thing, right? So, oh, this is, so then she, you're still talking, and you're like, maybe you're from New Jersey. And she's like, oh, uh, yeah. well, well, let's back up there because, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure we met, and then I was like, oh, hold on. I think I have you in my phone. I think, you know, we exchanged numbers. And she didn't believe that. And didn't believe that. And then I looked into my phone and I was like, that's right. I don't, I'm terrible with names. So I believe you're in my phone as name a bar, which I won't say here, but name a bar, baby blue hat. So I go to my contacts list. I type in 
baby blue hat. Yep, sure enough, comes up. It is. <laughs> That's my name. So I pull up that phone number. It is Elizabeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, I got to get, <laughs> get better at the time. And I see the area code. It's a New Jersey area code. And I'm like, oh, does your phone number start uh, with this area code? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, are the next three numbers so, so, so? She's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it turns out you guys did know each other. Yeah. And, and uh, more importantly. <laughs> the baby blue hat was, you were right about the baby blue hat the yeah. entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, look, I'll agree. I was, I was maybe overly fixated on this point, And, like, I probably should have let it go but you know she was i mean look she she was we were talking about other stuff too like you know this business that she runs uh and has an instagram for and she was showing us that and stuff you know we were talking about you had had no interest in seeing all of her edits on there (laughs) and i was i okay so i was sitting in the middle and so i was forced to look at all of them (laughs) Some of them were kind of cute, though. I like the little dogs. You put like faces right. on them and shit. But <laughs> not oh, all that's of... right. Yeah, the, the filters. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was giggling at some of them, but not all of them. Like I don't need to see like the whole feed. Just show me like one or two. But then she just kept going. I was like, oh, that's enough. Um, man, like that was just a whole cascade of emotions. As soon as she switched <laughs> her story up, well, yeah, I have a hat. Yeah, I may have worn it. Maybe once. I wore it once. It's a baby blue hat. It's like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? And then when you found the number, I was like, that's it. I need to, I need to go. I just need to leave now. Like, this is too much. This is over. too much. This is too trifling. Yes, way too trifling. The two of them. But in, in the end, it was her being trifling. I thought it was just you being trifling the whole time. Right. Right. Then usually like, it would be. Why won't he just let this go? Just let it be. Right. But you knew you were right. That's what it was. Yeah, and you know that can. That's not. You know, even if you know you're right, there is another layer of like. You know, it's who cares really? Like it's just the idle weekend afternoon. You know, we're just watching college football. But, um, yeah, you know, we were chatting and like the, the conversation would circle back to the hat. And uh, yeah, I was pressing it. Sort of just to, I don't know, just because I like messing with people every now and then. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, speaking of messing with people every now and then, <laughs> let's transition to oh, Logan Roy. Loves, loves messing with yeah, people. let's let's transition to the the Logan Logan and Greg show, uh, aka Succession. Um, this is episode five. That was the most recent one uh it's called what's it called turnhaven uh, yeah turnhaven like yeah. it it was the name of their their compound of this other family the pierces right so this is the episode where the roy family is obligated to go to this compound for the pierces the pierces uh, own this company that they want to buy and I was reading up on this, and I, I guess, you know, there's some corollaries to real-life events that, that happened. I think um, uh, the most similar ones in real life were um, when News Corp bought the Wall Street Journal. 
Ah. Um, and then also sort of similar to Jeff Bezos buying um, the Washington Post, which like both of those newspapers, I believe, were owned by old like old money families, essentially. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the episode is is set at this compound and it is sort of like a culture, somewhat culture, culture clash between the new money, relatively new money, Royco and old money Pierce family. Yeah, that was one of my notes. In their See, you got me taking notes on the show now. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, what are what are some other notes you got? What was your take on this overall? It's, it's some other notes. Hold on, just a second. I had I had old money v new money. Um, mm-hmm. Tom, here's where I think this is this was underrated. Um, it didn't. You didn't. It was just a brief interaction that you saw, but Tom is excellent at sucking up and blending in. I mean, how else did he fit in with the Roy family? Like when when he oh, when yeah. Tom was going at it with not going at it, but when he was talking to the PhD guy, he was like, "Oh yeah, that's wonderful." All this Shiv was the one coming with them snarky ass comments, and Tom even looked at her like, right. uh, "He's like, no, 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 that's not how you play this game." He's like, "I know, I know how to suck up to some people that are rich." He's like, "Let me tell you." oh yeah that is that is a good point it was underrated because yeah the guy came over and like he was super pretentious Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i'm getting my second phd in what was it like african africa was it africa was it africana or africana i thought it was africana studies i thought it was africana studies and i think it probably was but i may have misheard it as africana which is even more niche like the south african (laughs) yeah the (laughs) south african like dutch expats that like run ran roughshod over like south africa for decades um well centuries actually um so yeah it was probably africana (laughs) studies but then yeah shiv says yeah so never have to check a wikipedia entry again and the dude took offense to it which he should have i don't know you think he should have i would have taken like i don't know it was it wasn't even a good joke to be honest like it wasn't even that funny tom gave his fake laugh because he got to support his wife but like yeah she should have been following tom's lead on sucking up to people on that one I do remember he sort of made a face like, oh, why are you doing <laughs> this? Like, no. But I will say, like, yeah, so with Shiv, like, she's, the episode started with her on the elevator alone looking nervous. Like, she had this one face that she made, and it cut to, like, a close-up of, I think, three or four times throughout the episode. Oh, yeah. Of her just looking pretty nervous and maybe out of her depth. That, I don't know. That was sort of my take on it. I don't know if she was necessarily out of her depth but she wasn't good but she was she was absolutely nervous and i like this is another thing i like about the show like those those weird zooms that they have like so sometimes they're like right. a little choppy but i like them I like right. it seems right in on somebody's face yeah poor shiv that was did i have a note about her no i didn't have no poor shiv i what? didn't all i had was the only shiv mention was that Oh, when she was she was piling on for uh, when Roman was talking about his fake book, and then Logan looked at her like, "Yo, why are you doing this to your brother?" Yeah, yeah. So that and that that moment was what's my my Roman note is actually okay. Well, we'll, yeah, let's get to the dinner. But like, I did have an earlier Roman joke where he's like. 
he god this guy is so buck wild because he called connor's wife or fiance are they married yet they're engaged are they they're at least engaged and he called her no he called her the hookup with the heart of gold ah yes (laughs) which is which is a spin on hooker with a heart of gold uh from was that pretty woman i think she was Um, not invited Oh, was she not at the? She wasn't there. Oh, that's right. So this must have been at the when when they were meeting in the apartment. Yeah, the family the... like the family briefing before they left. Right. Okay, that's right because that's when Logan told Kendall. What is? Can you clean it up for the weekend or something? <laughs> yeah, keep it clean this weekend. Keep it. <laughs> I think he even said like, "Keep it clean, ti- Tiger." Like, can you keep it clean for the weekend, <laughs> Tiger? Like that. <laughs> yeah can you keep it clean boss <laughs> it was something that like yeah um so yeah i mean the, that dinner scene the went dinner on was, for a was, while it feels like that was the bulk of the yeah what did i get oh after the cocktails when he goes in and it's like they do like a recap and Further strategy, hyping up the team. When he told, when he told Roman, when you laugh, you know, he told him to yeah. keep it the same level as everyone else. He said, "We didn't get you from a hyena farm." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Does he even come up with that? I love, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So after the cocktails. They, he took them into some room that seems super awkward too. Like, what would the Pierces think? It was, it like, was like hold on, half I have time. They're like, "All right, guys, this is what we're gonna <laughs> do was. in the second half. We're gonna go out there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he had to like he was critiquing like everyone's performance, yeah. and he had some some comment for everybody, including his wife, and she was not happy about that. No, she wasn't, but like, I don't, I thought she was feeling herself a little too much. Yeah. They were there for that was the whole reason that they were there, and they knew that everyone had an assignment. Like I don't know why she was being like that. I think I think she feels a little pushed to the side. My read is that he hasn't really been including her on a lot of the big decisions that he's been making with this whole process, and he's sure. sort of patronizing her a little bit. And she's clearly pretty, um, you know, she's really adept, and she knows this business i'm not entirely sure how long they've been married at this point in the show i mean before the show started like it seems like they've probably been together like at least 10 years or so right ish for a while and now Um, now that you're bringing it up i forgot that she did like isolate him and protect him after the what was it the stroke after whatever after this remember she wasn't letting anybody see him right it was just her doing all the talking yeah, I mean, I I think that, yeah, the thing is, like, maybe she didn't feel like he was treating her as an equal in this big matter. And I I, I got the sense that he wasn't. And no, he, he definitely was not. And so, you know, sort of preferring to rely on Kendall and uh, Frank and Jerry, Frank, who we brought back uh, into the fold. Um. So yeah, so that half the halftime pep talk was was weird. Like <laughs> the halftime pep talk was weird, but I liked it. It made sense. Like everybody, Con- Connor was <laughs> Connor was actually pretty hilarious. 
Yeah, he is. This, he's this been funny this season. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was good. Like was I, I don't know. I don't oh, know. he was talking to he that was, he libertarian. Was mad dude? at the Brookings Institute guy. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's right. No, Connor is the libertarian, right? I, I'm not yeah, that Connor familiar with the, the Brookings Institute. I guess it's George Soros funded. Yeah, I think like he alluded to think, that think tank, but he wasn't. He was Connor was not into the dude at all. But they were like, "You got to get him on board." He's a no. We need a yes. Right. Connor couldn't do it. He was like, I'm going to piss in his whatever, Herbie, not wow, I was about to say his Herbie Hancock, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was a, a bumper. What? Something about a bumper. I was okay, I don't remember Herbie that at all. No, because, yeah, he said whatever that name of that drink was, that cocktail. Oh, that's right. The, that's right. Some Something bumper. Something bumper, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but Herbie it was... <laughs> I don't know, but I, I don't know how that okay. came. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, the, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? That um, um, the, I do. So my notes from this dinner were: th- I had three things. I wrote Logan's trying to keep things on track. It's a cluster duck at dinner. That's yeah. the autocorrect thing. And then can't take these people anywhere. Exclamation <laughs> point. Let me see my dinner notes. Um. I put Nan brought out that roast like she cooked it, looking real proud of herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely caught that. <laughs> that pissed me off. Um, yeah, that and like to her, like I guess head head house person, head of household uh, on the staff support staff. I'm really trying hard not to say servant because <laughs> that feels really outdated. Head servant. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, the housemaid. Um, she she yeah she well initially during the cocktail she's like oh have a drink yeah with us and it's like well no i'm working now like it's you know it's sort of like not showing respect for that this is like her career and no i don't want to drink while i'm working and and also like yeah she she clearly had cooked everything and i guess nan picked it up in the kitchen and brought it out herself yeah i did not like that Right. Um, let me see the other other dinner notes. Kendall asking if she was a poetess. Like I never even heard anyone say that word before. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't pick up. I on just that. put poetess three question marks. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Is that even a word? I don't know. <laughs> he just had to add that like feminizing yeah. couple letters to yeah. make sure that it's distinct from a poet <laughs> um and then i talked Good about Lord. shiv and then connor misbehaving at the end of the table start wilding out <laughs> um it's wilding out yeah when he was, was like he do you know can you name me one n- member this is the the burly the hairy guy can you name me one member? I think his name is Murray. Name me one member of the House Commerce Committee. And, and then Connor was like, oh, yeah, Mr. I don't give a fuck about meaningless piece of shit state. From I was like, whoa, yeah. Connor, take it easy. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. that was it. Self-deprecating. Yeah. And Connor was like, self-deprecating Connor's Tom. like, yeah, what, yeah what, about, what about your baby blue hat, too, huh? <laughs> no, I saw you. That I know guy I'm needs right. it. His, his head would be cold in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there was that that yeah, so going back to the Roman book thing, there was that that bargain basement ass 
um, their, their family version of Greg. He was, that was yeah. Like, that guy he's was the like, guy who asked Roman, like, so what are you reading? Which he knew, like, that is to set up Roman. He knows Roman ain't reading no books. Well, yeah, well, Roman just kept going along with it, and then he got caught out there when he had to come up with a book. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name he came up with? Electric, Electric Circus or something? <laughs> Oh man! I mean, he did pretty. I will say for him, his riffing and having to improv a book and what it's about and his analysis of the book, he did a fa- fairly decent job. It was pretty good. But then, yeah, and, Shiv kept being like, "Oh, and oh, this is who is that author again?" Yeah, and then Nosy Marnie was googling, and she was like, hmm, "I don't see it." I'll see it. Yeah, it's I not knew Amazon.com. That is not the dinner table with which to try to make something up. Right. It, yeah, didn't he say like, oh yeah, this wouldn't be on Amazon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking around, looking left and right. <laughs> Eyes darting around. Like the, the dinner was does like equally painful and hilarious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Man, like, oh, that was a rough table. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what he thought. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a dickish move to to call him out there like that. Like I don't know, I have maybe been at a dinner like this, like oh, oh okay, oh shit, I can okay do this. So I've been, I've been around old money scenarios like this maybe five times my entire life, and yeah. I don't get too nervous. Like the one thing I'm, I'm remembering now is like my, um. Let's see. I don't want to be a little cagey about this, but I have a family member who was friends with the son of a U.S. senator. Mm-hmm. And we were all invited to um, to dinner at this senator's um, home in uh, the Washington, D.C. area. He had like a really nice townhouse. Um, so I we went to that. I, I was pretty young at the time, probably like a teenager. And I do remember that, like, yeah, the dinner table was like that, where you would just kind of, they would just kind of, like, ask across the the table diagonally, like, some question, like, some kind of, like, difficult type question that everyone would be able to hear the response, you know? And there was some aspect of, like, I'm testing you now, like, uh, you better show and prove. Which I definitely was reminded of when I watching this this scene, right? Yeah, it was um, it was it was definitely great TV writing and, and made for excellent viewing. And that yeah. dude, the stargazing dude, like he was just like this family is their family is interesting too. Yeah. Like the, like Nan is like the only serious one. The rest of them is just like <laughs> yeah, they're just out there following like these niche passions or like doing pointless shit. Yeah, like it, yeah, exactly. Which it is sort of it's I wouldn't say mirror image to the Roy's. It's sort of like uh, some sort of weird inverse or maybe funhouse mirror. Yeah, because they are doing like sort of equally, well, arguably equally, um, sort of um, time time wasty, indulgent type stuff. Except for like two members of the family, like um, like Kendall is really the only serious one, although he has his pretty substantial issues. Um, and oh yeah, like one interesting note, and I I won't take credit for this, but it's a comment I saw on maybe 
I, I'm blanking on where it was, but it was, and so I apologize to whoever wrote this, but um, it was essentially talking about Kendall and who is that woman he was with? Naomi. Naomi, yeah. So talking about how their the responses to their um, personal um, like uh, rock bottom moment and how they were protected by their family or how they weren't. And it's interesting because Naomi had like a breakdown and I think a suicide attempt and she was blasted out there by ironically by the Roy's companies, like yeah. tabloid companies put, put out there for everyone to see. And she made it through that and, you know, clearly became tougher. Whereas with Kendall's rock bottom moment, it was all covered up immediately and cynically used to make him, you know, more loyal and more of just like a workhorse, basically. And it was just, I don't know, it was a comparison of those two responses to, a, you know, one of the family members' personal tragedies. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. That's true. I didn't really think about that. It, completely different responses. But, I mean, Kendall's was obviously a little scarier. More um, yeah. because he, you know, accidentally killed someone. Right. But they, he definitely doesn't have the same, you know, level of sympathy that Naomi received. Yeah. Um, oh, that, yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, and Naomi's rock bottom moment was so public. I mean how could you help but like have some sympathy whereas Kendall's was sort of cynically exploited and I think this this comment that I read was sort of trying to say like the differences between old money and like sort of the way the old money do things and new money do things I guess where like maybe new money they feel they have to hustle at all times and they can spend they need to spend everything into an advantage for themselves no matter the cost the personal cost the moral cost Absolutely. Um, like, I mean, <clears throat> I I think that's true. I mean, but, you know, it was at a dangerous time. And then this guy also, this guy, Logan, also used it as, as leverage <laughs> to, like, guy. to back Kendall off. He was like, oh, gotcha now. Yeah. No more fucking bear hug or else, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to jail, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, um, that, uh, it's interesting. We haven't heard anything from that bear hug crew since episode the last, one. Well, they mentioned it in this one that this guy's got, the old guy got syphilis. Wait, what? Sandy. God, there's always something I miss like that in like every yeah. episode. I totally didn't catch that. Sandy has syphilis. Raya, Raya mentioned something okay. to me about it. I mean, but I don't know if that that, that can what, be cured. What, I think what if what effect that has? I'm pretty sure you know at, at this day and age there are like <laughs> drugs that can solve that problem for you. Yeah, but maybe um, it was like just in just in case you need to threaten him with that knowledge or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, but right, I'm sure it's going to come up next episode. Because this, this one just had to be focused more on that. But, um, yeah, they got to bring it back. It's such a, you know, integral part of the story. Yeah. Like, this is the whole reason. This is not exactly. the entire reason. But, well, yeah, Logan put it in. It's like, this is the reason we're going. Because we need to keep the company. And that is the most important thing. Yeah, it's been the sort of uh, motivating um, trigger for the for the, the whole season so far, really. 
And yeah, right. and it was interesting too. Like I really liked that the show does really well is that they could have summarized this whole purchase because they, they did eventually win. Like they, the Pierce's accepted their offer. They could have just said like, done the whole negotiation in like one scene and been like, but like to, to really show all the bullshit and stress and the exhaustion and that maneuvering that they have to go through to make this work, even up to including the, the final conversation between Nan and Roy and like their handlers, mm-hmm. like that was like a protracted, like really exhausting negotiation on its own, even putting aside the, <laughs> the dinner. And I don't know, like the show, like most shows would shy away from that because, you know, on its face, it's kind of boring but they do it so well and make it really interesting they do and i think yeah i guess part of that is the way that they built these characters and just who who they are these personalities are, are just so entertaining and they're pretty complex right they're they're assholes but then you end up having sympathy for all these assholes well speaking of um, complex assholes uh should we talk about J- jerry and romans what's going on well, with them yeah, I don't understand. So, I don't know. Has this been going on the whole series? Like, I didn't realize that Roman and his his woman were having like sexual issues. Well, so this was so they had they've essentially had phone sex twice now, but there was the the episode where she was helping to dress him, and apparently, I guess he got an erection, and she was like, "Oh, this isn't the first time I've had to deal with something like that." Which is- yeah, I I remember that, and then the phone sex, but I didn't like. Yeah, I just didn't know, like, the the scenes between him and his lady, oh, it was so awkward but hilarious. Yeah, that, that but I didn't realize that they had. Awkward. I didn't realize they had issues, so Did, was that brought up yeah, at any point before? That was brought up in the first season, where I think he was tried it? to hook ah. up with her, and he, I guess, is having, it, you know, performance issues, and it's, you know, he's, I guess, got this complex sexual cravings that you know, or involve humiliation or whatever. But my, my thing with this is like, it, I kind of, I don't, I mean, I, it's weird. And I think Jerry's into it to a degree, but the first time they did it, he did say like, I'm kind of, I'm technically your boss and I could fire you. And, and then they get into oh. phone sex. Like, I really, really don't like that. Um, like that a, sort of a, that abuse of power on his part. Like I'll, I'll frame it like that. Cause they set it up like it's it's weird the way they do it because it does seem like she's into it but he's right and even if he's not in a his official position like he's the son of the owner so like there is an inherent level of power at play there that he may not even be aware of and she is you know just from being a woman working in these fields for so long i would imagine i don't know the, the show doesn't really get into it and it seems like they do kind of play it up for jokes for the most part or just weirdness but i don't know it's something i've, I've considered and it it sort of I, I don't like it to be honest i don't like that either um i don't even like them having their weird phone sex or their weird yeah it's also masturbation sex really uncomfortable yeah like yeah. I, I really hope there's not any more scenes like that and they just drop this this plot line because it's only going to get worse if someone else finds out i mean good lord imagine how that blows up like <laughs> what, what would logan do if he found out i think it would this? be bad for for um you know Jerry Roman, like nobody cares about Roman. Yeah, 
sad. Oh yeah, totally. Jerry, like, yeah. I I don't know. I could see Lo- I could see Logan. I mean, I sort of feel like he has all the phones tapped anyway, so he might already know. But I could see him just being like, you know what? That uh, I'm staying out of that. That's their bullshit. I'm too busy. I don't want to deal with that. Or him just Very like true. being like, what the fuck are you doing, Jerry? Of course, blaming her. Um, and whatever. But we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do the drum roll. I didn't mean it like that. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. Moving on. Moving on. Um, we should note uh, the appearance of Greg at the end, uh, which definitely was a breath of fresh air. I was so happy. <laughs> He showed up, and he was so excited. <laughs> he had this big grin on his face. Yo, and he's like, call me Gregory now. Greg is so excited. <laughs> oh, Greg, he better have, he better be, like, deep in there tonight. Like, I need to see, I need some Greg mm-hmm. in my life. I need yeah. it. I'm like, I don't even, what's he doing now? Um. Well, I guess he got promoted. I guess Tom promoted him because of the blackmail material he has. Right? Yeah, but I don't remember what exactly it was to do. Well, they didn't say exactly what it was. Tom was just like, I'll just promote you somewhere with a bigger office and more money. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> uh, so, this is episode... I don't even know. Let me look. That was five. Are in this season. Eight? Ten? I think ten. Last season was, was ten. Um, uh, you look it up. Uh, we got let's put some music on for the listeners seven. to enjoy while we. Bum, 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 Uh, okay, 10, ten episodes. episodes. Yeah. So we're halfway through. Um, um final... Any, any oh, other thoughts? I was absolutely terrified when the helicopter turned on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was thinking like, my first, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, is he gonna, is he gonna die? Is he gonna kill them both? Yeah. That scared, but then I was like, scared the shit out of me. I was like, when he accidentally, I was like, I don't think the show has the budget to show a helicopter accident, so I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> because sure. you, you would probably need logically. to CGI that. <laughs> yeah, I started, my production my production mind kicked in to protect my emotional, like, please don't let Kendall die this way, mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. But other than that, no, I think I think that was it. Tom, we'll see how long Tom lasts. If the merger goes through, Tom might be out. I mean, he will yeah, be out as head of news. But I mean, what well, will yeah, he'll just be demoted. I mean, he'll be pissed, but he'll go along. He'll go along with it. Back to amusement um, parks and cruises and shit. Yeah, and I guess, you know, it's not a given that Shiv will be the one. Because Logan worked in at the very last minute that he will choose who he announces. He's like, 
if I choose Shiv, I will determine the time that it gets announced. Yeah, so. you know, he's the type of person that like he wants to do what he wants to do, but like I think yeah. Shiv even said it. Like if you try to force his hand, he's gonna dig in even more. So like if he mm-hmm. was leaning on that, now that they're saying, "Oh, you have to do this," like fuck that, I'm definitely not doing it now. Yeah, I totally got the sense that he just it was just he didn't want to be told that he had to yeah. do it that the way they wanted, which is why he was so angry uh, on the helicopter on the way back and like punching the windows and like, because he, <laughs> I think my read was that he realized like he fucked it up just because of his ego and his narcissism, uh, stubbornness, you know, et cetera. And he regretted it, but you know, he ultimately got his way. He did. Which, of I course, think, for someone like that is only going to like reinforce that his asshole ways were correct, which is, you know, unfortunate. Yeah, I was right all the time. Yeah. My favorite Shakespeare, take the fucking money. <laughs> take the fucking money. <laughs> Hark. It's take like... the fucking money. Hark. <laughs> I prithee to deposit the fucking money into your fucking account. Forsooth. <laughs> He's so good. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, let's. I. I. We're we're, we're bumping up against the. But I did want to get to this bumping one. Bumping against the time. What do you got? What do you got? Well, I did want to do like. So I mentioned. Uh, segueing that you know we're both big fans of HBO's uh, Game of Thrones. We, we've covered uh, covered that show the last couple of seasons pretty extensively. Um, but you know I've been reading the books uh, as well, and um, there are some significant differences uh between the books and the show and i've even started getting into uh there's a reddit page uh that's primarily about analysis of just the book series and there's some pretty interesting stuff up there that i you know i've been reading the past couple months and so there's a few theories because there's still a few mysteries i mean the show is the show has you know solved or shown the answers to most of the mysteries right yeah um, but in the books because they're only at book only five of the planned seven books have been released uh there's still stuff to to be shown and to be made concrete in, in the storyline um and so there's still at this point there's still a lot of speculation about various things it's kind of interesting so uh, my thought was for one segment to get into some of those like i have three different theories or three different things that are kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel? Do you want to, want to do one of them really quick? Let's hear it. Yeah. All right, I'll just do one for this. Maybe we can sprinkle them throughout other episodes. Um, but the main one, and this I should note, listeners, if you're not interested in being spoiled by for book stuff, you should probably stop listening. Because um, this is going to get into some book spoilers. And and anyway, okay, you've been warned. Um so the first one is uh, is about John, the parents of John Snow, right? The prevailing theory is that his parents are Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark, Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. And in the show, it's made explicit that those are his parents, right? But in the, it is. In, in the books, however, it has not yet been made clear that that is the case. It's been alluded to heavily, and it is the most popular theory. But there is a competing theory that's also 
I found out pretty popular, which is that his parents are actually Ned and Ashara Dane. And to give some backup, uh, so Ashara Dane is the brother. Do you remember the episode of the show where Ned goes to the Tower of Joy and has to fight off that guy wielding two swords? Yeah. So that guy is named uh, Arthur Dane. And Arthur Dane is a good friend of Rhaegar Targaryen, right? And so he was assigned to protect the Tower of Joy because Lyanna was there, right? And uh, so Ashara Dane is uh, Arthur's sister. And apparently in the book, she had... I really hope I'm getting this right. I don't want to invoke the fury of Game of Thrones book readers, but... Uh, I believe I have this right, that Ashara Dane had a crush on Ned, and when they met at the tournament of, at, at Harrenhal, uh, which is where Rhaegar gave uh, Lyanna the wreath, um, the rumor is that Ned hooked up with Ashara there. She wasn't ma- They weren't married, and then no, they couldn't talk about it, and she actually had this kid um, that was later spirited away somehow. And to Ned, so this is during the war, and, or, or I guess so during the war shortly after. Um, I guess it would have been, yeah, it would have been during the war because that's when the Liana stuff happened. Anyway, 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 essentially he is actually Ned's bastard. And the reason Ned doesn't tell anybody who the mother is is because it would dishonor Shardane's family. Now, Shardane did kill herself shortly after this period okay. when she would have given birth if it if she did so she can't talk about it and the idea is that ned actually did have this affection for her and also there's this issue with the danes family honor and that john is actually uh ned's son so so what do you think about that it's it's of the other of the alternate theories of who john's dad is it's the most popular there's one other one so in in the in the books nothing so you're saying nothing has been made explicit in the books? For that mystery, no. Perhaps in the final one. But but so then who would be... So who's this baby in the tower then? Who's Lyanna's son? So the, Well, the theory there is that Lyanna never actually had a son and that she, was, she, she had been injured somewhere along the line and she was just in the Tower of Joy to try to heal her and it failed. Because all, all it said, the only thing about Liana in the Tower of Joy is that she was found in a bed full of blood. That could you could be in the bed could be full of blood because she got injured somewhere along the way. She caught a disease, right. you know, um, and she, you know he would still want to protect Rhaegar. Would still want to protect her or to have her be protected when he had to go out to battle. You know, Ned closed in on the Tower of Joy. Like he still killed Arthur Dane. Um, and rescued her, or well, found her body. Essentially, you know, he did. She did make the promise. She promised me Ned. It's never made clear in the books what he was forced to, to promise. You know. So anyway, the point is, I guess the point is, it has because it hasn't been made explicit. Like it does invite, you know, conspiracies. And this this is the most plausible one out of okay. a few. I mean, I don't. I guess sure. I will say, and I should say that the the Rhaegar and Lyanna, that's still the strongest one and the one that's believed by most. But of the next tier of theories, um, Ashara Dane and Ned is the is the most popular. So, and 
I guess. <laughs> you don't like that one. I don't, I'm like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you, I haven't read any of the books, as you know. Right. So this, this Ashara Dane character, she means like absolutely nothing to me. So right. the fact that he, yeah, he could have. So she was in, so you're saying that she was in the Tower of Joy as well. No, no, no. She was With, never in the Tower of Joy. She was at the Danes homestead the whole time. Except during so so how did how did he come back with John? Um, that I don't know. I I think I think the baby was delivered to him through some sort of surreptitious means, basically. And so she had he, this affair. He knew who he knew who the baby for, was. For the he baby knew it was hers. Killed herself. I think she she had the baby. The baby was taken to Ned. And it was pr- the baby's existence was hidden, uh, for whatever reason, I guess dishonor. And but eventually, after either after she killed herself or just before she killed herself, uh, it was delivered to to Ned somehow. I think that's it. Mm. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. Yeah. I, I'll, yeah, I don't think that baby would need to be made secret. Yeah, that that, that reason. Case. Well, in theory, it would because the Danes were allies of the Targaryens, so they were they would be enemies of this new regime where, with Robert in charge. In theory, I mean, I think the Danes are technically still around. I don't think Robert ha- had them like completely destroyed. I believe he took some of their land after becoming king. I think he took some of their land. And but he didn't like wipe out the whole family, like they're still around. They they were like a noble family, like not on par with the Starks, but you know, pretty well known. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. I'll, but what about all those? Um, what about those letters? I'm terrible at these. But what about those those letters? You know. What letters? <laughs> Like uh, R plus L or that oh, yeah. shit. R plus L. What's that J. got to do with anything? Oh, that's just a, a summarize. That's just a a, a quick. Uh, what's the word? Um, acronym. Oh, for. so that's so that's nothing official. No, from the books. That's, that's just, just like for people who write about shit. this online. It's just quicker than writing oh, out okay. Rhaegar plus Lyanna equals John. It's just a okay. It's just a gotcha. contraction. So and so. No, I still I I don't know. I like the other one better, but I yeah. think the other one is is uh you know it's more intriguing. It is, but it's, it's I a think, stronger one. Too. I think part yeah. of the reason this one has caught on and is just around is that George R. R. Martin is good at sort of subverting expectations, and it's not out of the question that he would he would know that everyone everyone's like oh i figured it out it's Rhaegar and liana and then flip the script on people somehow by being like well but i was dropping these other hints this whole time so it works when is uh when is this book due no one knows <laughs> <laughs> it has just like it's, no one knows for sure who who john's parents are uh the next the next bit book that they have a title for it but he has not announced officially when it's going to be released no one knows if he's still writing it no one knows if he's done writing it already and just hasn't announced it no there's going to be two more dang yeah 
Yeah. I, I'm I'm actually glad I'm not reading. <laughs> I would I be mad. Say. I would be so pissed off if there were if I knew that there were two books left, yeah. not even written. Ugh. Yeah, the and the last book came out in 2011, I think. Um, so yeah, it's been seven years. Or no, what? Wow, that's really bad math. What is it? No, it's eight years. Okay. <laughs> God, that was a close one. Um, so yeah. So all right. So that's first entry in the Song of Ice and Fire theories segment. I got another one involving Euron that that you're gonna love. Oh, uh, you know I love <laughs> anything involving Euron. <laughs> oh my god, he is so he is so fucking evil in the books. It's crazy. Mm. Um. All right. Um. Well, I think if you have, we can wrap up. If you have any closing <laughs> thoughts or anything, I don't have any closing thoughts. <laughs> What? What? I don't know what. <laughs> get yourself a baby blue beanie. I'm gonna get I you guess. one. Baby blue knit cap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm gonna dress as her for Halloween. <laughs> Just show up at that bar, like, what? Hey, what? Do the Spider Man <laughs> meme. <laughs> yeah, you, me, you. Yeah. Uh, that'll be good. Yeah. I look forward to that. All right. Well, uh, make sure you eat something green. Drink a, drink enough water. That's right. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Have some mango every now and then. A lot of good vitamins oh. in there. Mango is delicious. Some, some fresh pressed mango juice from the corner store this morning. You did? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> Did it sound? Did I have like some judgment in my voice? <laughs> no, just it, a, was a, it was surprise. It was surprise. A surprising level of surprise. I was. Uh, <laughs> but no, they this corner store they do fresh pressed juice every day. And there were a, two levels of surprise. <laughs> First level was that you were outside that early. Look, Second even one yeah. <laughs> was that you had some fresh pressed juice that early. Believe me, I was considering ordering it delivery, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't have enough time, and I wanted to make sure I got, I was really hungry. So, okay, damn, yeah, okay, turning over a new leaf, huh? Yep, yep. There you go. I'm gonna turn it right back over when I watch some football this afternoon. So, <laughs> all right, this was podcast eighty-one. We out. <laughs>